Dennis Ryland? Yeah. How you doing? I'm Warren Lytell. I believe Home Second DC mentioned I was coming. Oh, yeah. They warned me. Well, they're never happy. They seem to think your department needs to be a little more aggressive investigating the 4400. I'm scared to see if I can nudge things along. Authority to review all 4400 case files, access to all meetings and briefing sessions, permission to ride with field agents at your discretion. It's a pretty broad mandate. Well, they're looking at five murders, three unsolved bombings, Barbie Yates bashing us all over the airwaves. Seems to them you can use a little bit of help. I suppose it could look that way from a conference room in D.C. I gotta tell you, Dennis, it looks that way from everywhere except this glass tower of yours. I have a thousand returnees within 75 miles of Seattle. I've got about two dozen agents to ride herd on all of them. You wanna help me? Get me some more personnel. You wanna help me? Get D.C. off my back. But you're not really here to help me, are you, Warren? No. I'm here to clean up your mess. Man, you are. Where'd they recruit you from? FBI? NSA? Doesn't matter where it came from. How long have you been in public service? 15, 16 years? And suddenly you got a shot at a command of your own. Will you come and take it from me? If you can. back for the latest installment of a light in the sky this is a 4400 recap show i am your co-host rain coleman of the carefree black nerd and again i have with me my uh, amazing dope ass co-host so i let everyone know who you are and uh, where they can find you sir yeah hey my name's uh robert and i'm a, an atlanta-based freelance writer uh, creator of route three and participant in DC Comics' Writer's Workshop, uh, 2017 Writer's Workshop, and uh, I guess Jack of all trades. <laughs> but you can find me at Robert K. Uh, Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y.com. That's Robert K. Jeffrey, uh, com, and that pretty much has social media, connects, books, and all the good stuff. So I'm happy to be here again. Man, same here, same here. And listeners, of course, the links will be in the show notes. So when you're listening, go ahead and uh, click. Click on the link, search, uh, look around, <laughs> cyberstalk, and all that good shit. Support is number one. Support, support, support. <laughs> yes, so, we, so we do more of the support, but less right. of the cyberstalk. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so I will say this has been a wild ride. Um, again, if you haven't been listening for the past <clears throat> few episodes, I'm new to the 4400. Robert, however, is very much not new (laughs) to the 4400. (laughs) So for me, this has been a freaking emotional kind of roller coaster mixed with some nostalgia, um, some of everything. So I I guess how has this uh, um, kind of rewatch been for you this this time around? Um, It's been, you know, you mentioned the nostalgia piece and I'm pretty sure like that's mainly because of, you know, like the when it when it was filmed like yeah. the early you know 2000s or whatever mm-hmm. so um there's a bit of that as far as with you know rewatching the series but um also <clears throat> excuse 
excuse me, uh, this gets me choked up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, it's like um, more so. Just there's a, there's a few things that are cropping up that you know I I was I'd forgot you know I'd forgotten about. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of you know going through this and actually talking it out is you know kind of making the experience a new one. Okay. Again, if that if that makes any sense, because yeah. normally. The only the only person I have to talk about this with is like my wife, uh, which is, which is cool. But it's just like you, it's like you know we're we're sitting back just talking amongst ourselves about this show that yeah. we wish that more people would you know would know about you know just as much as you know people are um, you know they may go to a convention and you know want to discuss you know some like obscure sci-fi yeah. show or even like a very popular one. I, I feel that you know this one should be added to the mix. You know, there's at DragonCon every year. There's always we have like a sci-fi track, um, you know, superhero, Marvel, you know, comic books, and mm-hmm. it would be nice to if this could be added to, you know, as a possible panel, you know, discussion because I'm pretty sure yeah. that there are fans out there. Uh, my my thing has always been if there are fans out there of sliders like myself, then there has to be fans <laughs> out there of like the forty four hundred. So it's you know, but like I said, it's just a little bit of nostalgia, you know, with rewatching it. But then also, um, it's been kind of a new you know new experience in a way with um you know with like so with actually just talking back and forth with 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 you, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. with being a newcomer to it. So, uh, but I've been enjoying it so far, and I I think there are like three more seasons and. And there's some novels. <laughs> do you like do you like a novel review? But well, like I said, we'll see how things go. Yeah, with yeah. these, definitely. This this like I said has been. Pretty, and then another thing that really stands out for me with this show is that yes, yeah, nostalgic, and you had your shows like heroes and and villains and all that good shit. But with this show, to yeah. me, it feels so much like the first two X-Men movies. Like, it feels like it's rooted in that same... Like, I can watch Heroes and probably enjoy it, but this show seems to skew more towards realism, more so than Heroes, if that makes sense. So all of the Mm -hmm. things that's going on gives me a very X-Men meets X-Files feel. And it it just feels so goddamn real. So, um, you know, my headcanon is that it's in the same universe but this is just in seattle as opposed to new york so yeah yeah this is uh dope as fuck so um trial by fire we are closing into the end of the first season with uh after this having one more episode to go any overall thoughts about trial by fire like initially or um i don't know anything that stood out to you like right away um the okay <laughs> so once again going back and rewatching it let's i mean general overall thoughts i think it's you know a nice ramp up to you know what turns out to be like a pretty big um i i guess season finale yeah you know because the first season they only got six episodes mm-hmm. you know possibly to test the water so if you're looking at this as being like more of a mini series yeah. than a full season then you know it's a it's a pretty good um you know, you're pretty good, like I said, ramp up to, you know, just ending everything. Um, the, the only, the biggest thing that stood out to me is the, the actor that plays Kyle, like he, he does, his Rain Man impersonation is not, <laughs> <laughs> it does not work for me at all. Like, yeah, like going, going back, you know, and watching it again, 
Um, but the you definitely do get uh, with this episode specifically, you know, more of the you know procedural, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit of cop drama mm-hmm. uh, mixed in mixed into play, and I think they do a really good job of that. But you know, like so overall, I thought it was good. You know, good episode. I don't I don't want to reveal like you know the top moments or the the yeah. worst. I might have given my worst moment, but anyways, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> later on. But, right, right. But uh, you know, go, running into the you know to episode six, I think this was um, you know, it was a pretty solid episode. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, again, I've I've said before that the X Men and Mutants are my kind of um, the way I gauge other properties that are even slightly similar. That being said, <laughs> this episode and the one that follows with it taking that whole um this being kind of a soap opera with the science fiction shit on top of it like idea this this episode and next episode really sold me on the series i was already Mm -hmm. in but with there being 4400 and we kind of focus on this main cast i was so like okay i can see this being 22 episodes and because i feel like over the series they've given us a little bit of the character of the week or or the drama of the week and an overarching theme and the science fiction. So five and six really did it for me. Like really, really did it for me. So I trial by fire was like, you know, signing a name on the dotted line. And then uh, episode six was like my stamp of approval for season two. So that's how I feel going in, man. Okay. Um, so trial by fire begins and, let me see. So I, I wrote a lot of notes <laughs> for these two episodes. All right. So the one thing that uh, kind of stood out to me is that when Kyle st- uh, sat up for the first time at the end of the last episode, he turned to Tom and was like, um, you know, how long have I been in the dark? He didn't say how long was I asleep? How long was I out for? You know, what years? Right. And he said, how long have I been in the dark? And that stood out to me as being significant. In some, I didn't know why, but I was like, yeah, that his wording, his phrasing, I need to write this down. So, did, though you've watched this before, <laughs> did you pick up on any, um, can you remember the first time you watched it? Was that significant to you at all? I mean, I thought it was, um, I, I thought it was a nice line, but after what's revealed in episode six, yeah, it's kind of weird. Because, and I don't want to jump ahead, but <laughs> I don't know if they were thinking ahead because it doesn't really like. It, I don't think it has any relation to, you know, to what really happens with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because when he says that, I'm like, oh, this is Kyle. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> when later, at least later on in this episode. It's, it's not even in, in the in the last episode of the season. In this same one, they reveal a reason as to why you know I'm, I got my like question mark hanging over my head yeah. now, like thinking about the line. Like, yeah, I don't know if that was a uh, you know it, it sounds nice, but it doesn't really make any sense. So that that's yeah. that's kind of how I, I mean that's kind of how I'm looking at it. And I I agree. I feel the same way. For me, not having seen the series at all, I'm thinking that that was maybe an Easter egg for season two. But like you said, after watching all of this episode and episode six, it was like, <laughs> so it stood out. Right. So I was just holding out hope that maybe this paid off, you know, in a larger way next season. But yeah, no, for, for next episode. Yeah. That didn't really, that didn't really fit. 
Um, right. I mean, it's like it's like if you're reading a comic book, and then the last page is you know it's a big uh, it's a cliffhanger. You know, you always yeah. want to end the comic on a cliffhanger, and then like in the next issue, there's like nothing referencing that cliffhanger at all. Right. Right. And you're right. just like, why? <laughs> so that's kind of what it reminded me of. It was nice. It was a nice way to end the last episode mm-hmm. or episode mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder what was it like then watching this live then to watch that, to see that, to be excited for a week and then come back <laughs> and then it'd be mm-hmm. something something different. Um, shit, maybe right. everybody else is thinking it'll, it'll be a season two thing as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so we get Kyle home, uh, Lisa and Tom get him home, and he's disoriented. He's kind of... Like you said, kind of Rain Man-ish. He, he, well, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what this direction was. If it was like, I mean, it was the early 2000s. I don't know if they were like kind of be, have a, I don't want to say mint, give, I don't know. What, you give me your thoughts because I'm not trying to. Well, I already said, like, it's, it's like he's, I don't want to say they're like playing him like he's supposed to be mentally handicapped. Okay. That, but it's just like he's, he's trying to, like, <laughs> You can't see me. <laughs> I mean, you, since this, since where this is a, it's not a video podcast; it's an audio <laughs> podcast. Yeah, you can't see what I'm doing with my hands, and <laughs> and it's just like it's this weird thing where he he's looking like spaced out yeah. for the majority of the episode, and he holds his hands a certain way. And what I said was <laughs> him doing this is more is is not a good acting job but when something happens mm-hmm. and he starts acting more like a teenager mm-hmm. in just like a brief moment and like towards you know in like in, in the next episode i'm like he he's a better actor so like yeah. whoever whatever direction he was getting to like you know we need you to play a spaced out you know like you know guy as if you're not in your body and yeah. then he was like, I got, he's like, hold my beer. And then he just held his hands <laughs> up and then like sat back and <laughs> like space out. And then the director was like, this is gold. We got this. Right, but um, right. it just, made, and it was weird because it, the, the actor has actually, he was on Heroes for like one of the later seasons, which okay. was a weird kind okay. of connection. Yeah. Like he played a soldier for like a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so between that and the 4400, I think he's, uh, he's a he's a good actor, but it's not until like what happens later that you get to see it. Like this is not a good. This is like Maya, you know the creation. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of uh, the lines of Maya. The other thing I loved about the scene was is because they can't use any brand name like items just to show like he's a, he he's you know he's a typical teenager or yeah. whatever. They go into his room and it's just like it's so many damn generic pictures of motorcycles. Right. I'm like shit. This guy. Like, it was no harley davidson's it was like you know nothing with like the or like uh uh what is it what what a famous like kayazaki or yeah, yeah. no no I understand. Yeah, or, or suzuki whatever mm-hmm. um whatever whoever makes you know those weren't you didn't see the brand names it was just a bunch of like generic motorcycles so i was just like well yeah. i guess it's what he likes, so. Right, right, right. But, yeah. Kroger brand uh, motorcycles. <laughs> Kroger brand. <laughs> oh, be great. Um, one of the things in this collection of scenes from him being, like, back from rehab or whatever, mm-hmm. I did not like, like, I, Lisa giving this, 
oh, I'm so glad you're back home. Now, I didn't think it was sexual. I think it may have been nostalgic for her and, like, you know, our son's back. But it felt like, and I may be just, you know, projecting, but it felt like the way she was accepting of Tommy was like, now we can be a family again. Like, did you get that vibe or am I, like, off in left field? I got the vibe, I got the vibe that her son came in acting like Rain Man. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like, hey, you know what? There's gonna be a lot, so it's like good that you're back at the house. Okay. But no, I mean, okay. the, but I do, but I also do feel that um, they she was trying to, you know, I, I guess reconnect, you yeah. know. But I'm like, but a, a couple of episodes ago, you were like tossing out subpoenas. Look, you know, yeah. You know, for for divorce papers. So it was just like I guess it took the son coming out of the coma because to be honest with you, I think the suggestion was when he went into his coma that's what kind of fractured the family, yeah. you know, and not saying that like, you know, he was a dick for going into a coma. I mean, he could have helped. <laughs> right, right. It was more so like, you know, this is just, and it's funny because like it's, it's, they're kind of doing that on Cloak and Dagger. You know, mm-hmm. we actually just watched the episode and they, they've been dealing with, um, the, uh, Tyrone's father and mother are dealing with, um, you know, the death of, uh, his brother. Mm-hmm. At least in this take on it, and you can see how it's it's basically fractured their relationship. So that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. But um, yeah, I think she, I think she definitely did see, you know, possibility of things kind of coming back. But um, also, like I said later on, <laughs> because he keeps doing this weird shit, I think she was like, yeah, it might be good that you move back in. So. Yeah, yeah, and then you're you're bigger and stronger. Not to say that she's helpless, but yeah two grown men because that's what it would be you helping another grown ass man but yeah that's right. okay because i was like man you was just talking all this shit you know trying to get rid of him and oh man God. but he was like tommy was like yeah he was cold and i was i was happy for it like no nah, don't this don't change nothing i've been but whatever let me stop because i go down a whole tangent about this damn relationship that they have um yeah uh, so our next scene, we get Nancy Grace and uh, Homeboy from Agents of Shield. <laughs> I, I haven't. I don't trust this nigga. I don't. I'm not a fan of his. Um, no, no, no. I can't say Agents of Shield. Uh, enough. I'm not a fan of his. Um, but he did bring up a good point for me, which was that uh, releasing the names and addresses to the 4400 just seems like the a crime. And I guess exactly, it, exactly. That I think I put in the notes like, how is she arguing in favor of invasion of property? Yeah, like or like you know, or just you know, personal property or just pri- privacy, not invasion of privacy, mm-hmm, not property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like privacy. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just. It really fucked with me because I'm, again, using the X-Men as my baseline. It was like, okay, mutant registration and all that good Mm -hmm. shit. But then even just in real life, marginalized individuals like, you know, black people, gay people, trans people, uh, Mm -hmm. differently able people, or even just, even let's just say white people, a bunch of white folks who were like held hostage and did nothing wrong. Why would you then release like the whole slew of these 30 white people that were held? Like, why would you do that? That just felt... That was the thing that pulled me out of the show because I'm like, this is, you're really trying hard to make her be the bad guy. And I get it, but I don't, I don't get how, even in, what was this, 2000, 
was it three or four? Or? Three, yeah, 2003 or 2004. Even then, because, yeah, this was post 9-11. Even then, why do you think that would be a good idea? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she between between the... Um, she yeah between the whole releasing of the um uh, was it her that did it or was it somebody else release the name see that oh i don't even i don't even remember. So that's the thing like i i know that she was like she was if it wasn't her i mean she was like really just in favor of it because mm-hmm. i think like i think some because uh, you know by maybe the second or third episode they were suggesting like after the orson bailey thing yeah. they people started putting like two and two together and with the websites and then you know they were talking about like these crazy 4400s so you know somebody got access to them but if it wasn't her either way like i said between this and she and those outfits that she was wearing like in the last one she had yellow (laughs) yellow leather and then like in her scene with ryland later on she had like this pinstripe like zoot suit like look very like gucci i don't know what it was but like they just trying to make her a villain but the other thing was she um um uh it's if you think about okay because i started reading x-men red mm-hmm. oh, and, oh, okay okay yeah okay. And, yeah and if you and if you well you read that but then also you remember the animated series mm-hmm. they're always good for having like the talking heads yeah the, the racist yes. comments mm-hmm. basically like you know and so you would and it would always kind of give you like you know a look or a view into both sides of the argument about mutants so that's kind of how i see her and, you know, and especially, you know, this was at the height of uh, Fox News, you know, yeah. when they were, you know, they, they had the Bush administration and they were just, in their eyes, killing the game. Yeah, um, right. You know, and they were, you know, feeling themselves. So she's just like a shock jock. And, and I think she serves the purpose of just being like, you know, this is how a large segment of America feels about the 4400 you know so that but it's funny because we get her viewpoint and then which i guess is supposed to be the more refined you know upper crust because she's on the you know she's on the news yeah. and then you have the other side of it which represented with let's say the attack the villains of the episodes but yeah. we'll, we'll go into that yeah yeah uh one thing i do like about her character is that she's real she's not just mm-hmm. on tv i like that she actually interacts with the mm-hmm. world of the 4400, like seeing her, right. you know, having meetings and stuff. Like, I really, I really like that. It, it, um, to me, it makes her, if this was a comic book, this would, this is how I would want my women to be written because she's not just, mm-hmm. like you said, a talking head, which that would be fine if that was the role she served, but she gets more fleshed out with the things that come when she's not on screen. So I do like that about her, even though she's ridiculous as hell. I do like that. Yeah. Um, so uh Uncle Tom, I can't stand this nigga. Him and uh Sean are talking and they're in the kitchen and you know, it's 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 getting intense. So where do you fall now with everything that's happened so far? Clearly I don't like Tom, but my feelings about him aside, do you think that um Sean kind of coming back and being not experimented on but observed is a good idea considering everything that's happened or are you like on Sean's side like nah I don't want to you know don't put me in a box or whatever no I mean as far as with this um, with the whole thing I think he says he doesn't want to go back to the and it's funny because he gives a sense of what they were going through uh, there you know the hypnosis the dream journal the counseling Mm -hmm. 
he said he doesn't want to go back to that. I think he's, I mean, he's legit. And because it's like, you just came back from wherever you came from Mm -hmm. and you just want to live your life. So you don't want to move back into like a a compound, Mm -hmm. you know, so that, but as far as like other stuff, (laughs) I'm not on the side. Like he was on some like Dawson's Creek type of shit later on. But Mm. yeah, like I, I mean, even like uncle Tom, like uncle Tommy, he's, um, Uncle Tommy, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's my Sean impersonation. Um, he and uh, you know, like, in the, and I think that he's just asking questions because I think still at this point, there's he is this the scene where Sean reveals what he did? No, um, this like is, he reveals to his uncle. Okay, no, no, they're just having their kind of heart to heart about um, he uh, and then what Tommy's like, oh, I can be an ally if you go back into the system. You know, um, okay. Yeah, that right. which was like, nigga, okay. Yeah, you... because if yeah, they're still trying. He's still trying to fill out like what exactly happened, even though he's still, even though he does know. You know, mm-hmm. like he just wants Sean. To, okay, because I know that Sean actually he comes, he he fesses up so mm-hmm. later on. But yeah. um, no, no, I I I think he's right with not wanting to go back in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on inside as well, and it uh, reminded me of the story, and I don't know exactly where I probably should have looked it up before, but that black man who had served so much time in prison and then got mm-hmm. out, and because of like a technicality or something with like paperwork or some kind of way, he was going back to prison after he had got out and built a life, and it's just like, why would you, why would you think I would even want to help? First of all, you came at me so disrespect, like. Uh, yeah. I just yeah I'm on his side like there's nothing that Sean could have said in that scene that I would have got on Tommy's side because it's just like he's a child like you're going through all this shit at the end of the day he's still a child and if you want to yeah observe him or do whatever like you got to come with more than just I'll be your ally you're my blood and you cussed me out when you first saw me like man fuck yeah. out of here fuck Tommy <laughs> I don't like that dude um so our our uh, designated uh, romantic romantic couple Lily and Richard pops up. <laughs> I really like Richard. I like being able to kind of view the world through the eyes of someone from a whole nother mm-hmm. era. Like it's right. still, you're still from America. You still you know know pretty much how things operate. But when you're coming from a segregated firsthand segregated um, space to watching a movie with a white woman at a theater with special effects where you can actually kiss this woman in public and not be like shot at. I like that. I like him. Everything yeah. about Richard in this series. I really like him. Well, the, the funny thing about that was like, even he was, he was, he was talking about, he was like, he said, what do you call him? He's, she said special effects. And he said, yeah. And she's like, but you, you know, like the movie. He's like, nah, the story wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, he was like, he still called bullshit on it. He was right, right, was right. Like, hey, you know, this is what you have to look forward to. It's <laughs> a lot of special effects. Right, right, you know, right. 3D glasses, but like the story might be shit. Mm. But um, yeah, that was. I thought that was great. And uh, to be honest with you, this part it surprised me because I forgot about it. I forgot about like what happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, after yeah. I guess in the next minute. <laughs> yeah, they are. They they're growing on me. I still have issue, and you know what? Honestly, it's a it's a show of its time, um, and mm-hmm. I don't want to like shame anyone or make it seem like you know I'm just that superficial. But Lily is just not an attractive woman to me, and to see them interact, and she looks kind of plain. Where 
for me, it's not just that she's not attractive. She just doesn't, they just don't seem to. But then Manhershla Ali back then is not the same visually that we have. I don't know. I'm, I'm having my issues with it. Like I'm trying to rationalize what and I'm trying to deal with my own issues. But I just don't like, I, I'm not a fan of Lily, but I like them together. Um yeah, that's the thing. I think they make a, they they make a cute couple. Um, yeah, I never. I mean, like you know, as far as with her, it's not even um, my biggest. It's I don't want to give too much away. Okay, like I'm okay. just gonna say this. Like it just at a certain point, it's it's interesting how they handle her character, and um, and she does something actually in the next episode, which is like. Okay, I thought you was kind of woke, but I guess not. Um, right, but it was right. Kinda, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's that was my that was my biggest thing. Like I think I think she's yeah, like so she 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 plays a role really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially in later seasons, it's kind of like, you know, I I don't know if they gave her, and by that point, you're adding more characters into the mix. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of one of those things where it grows. But you know, as far as for this first season, I you know, I felt that she. She handled it um, pretty well or decently, yeah, yeah. Especially with the whole thing with her, with her child um, from the you know, from our original marriage, mm-hmm. from our first marriage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that I mean, but I, I like seeing the two of them together, and you know, seeing her Mahershala and doing some like early work is mm-hmm. is, is always awesome. Like yeah. he's, you know, there there are a bunch of scenes in here where he he definitely brings it. Yeah, absolutely. He, I, I'd honestly watch this show for him alone, even if yeah. you know he was didn't have a lot of screen time in whatever episode. I'd still watch it because he is really good, and I think, uh, like you said, they do look good together. I'm okay with them. I'm still dealing with that, but all in all, I can't deny that they are an um, an interesting couple, and they play well off of one another. Um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> their house gets bombed. <laughs> yeah, and that's what and that's what was surprising to me, because like I I forgot what the gist of this. I knew there was something where you know it's revealed like there's a bombing and but like but remember what's the twist with this? Like right before the bombing, like remember you remember what happens? That that string or what? No, no, not the string, the baby. Oh the yeah, baby yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. Yeah, as he as he opens the door, uh, you know the camera definitely pans down to show that the door has been rigged for something. Mm-hmm. And but then uh, Lily says uh, the baby's trying to warn them, and this is like the second or third time I think that's happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then so, but he he's able to uh, when he I guess when he sees the the detonator or whatever the the tripwire then he he throws it to the ground and then that's when the explosion but yeah like when that happened i was like oh shit i forgot about that so but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah so the the once again the, the baby uh warns him about something bad happening yeah nathan christopher um <laughs> i am right i okay again my feelings about them aside whoever the culprit is i feel like should have been murdered because these people live in an apartment. This isn't a house. Not to say it's yeah. good to try to kill someone. But the right. two people you were trying to kill, you've affected so many other people who had nothing to do with this. <laughs> like, bro, even regardless of what happens, you yeah. need to be murdered. You need to be buried under the jail. Like, that was such a weird... I was like, you could have... I, I mean, I get it, but... They, 
Yeah. I mean, they didn't give a fuck. I mean, and like the the big reveal is that I mean, without you know, they basically people are targeting uh, the 4400 whose addresses were made public. Yeah. And yeah. and then like when you know, when you see the scene in the um the um, afterwards where uh you know Diana and Tom are walking around with the CSI text or the bomb text mm-hmm. uh they fucked up the apartment so yeah like you said so how that how they could not have expected like oh shit this this bomb is right make travel Bro, <laughs> I... so like the old lady living next door or whatever but I think they they suggest that it was just contained. Yeah, yeah, and I can accept that for the sake of the show. Yeah. But I was like, "No, nah, fam, that ain't how this works." You, yeah, God damn it. Yeah. So yeah, um, what now? What are we called now? We're at the command center, and they're talking about everything. Do is mm-hmm. there a name? Because then they switch names. I think they call it. it I think it's called Intac. Okay. Like National Threat action commands i don't know it was i think they just called <laughs> intact yeah um, that's fine <laughs> but it's but it, yeah whatever it is it's the northwest um base of operations for homeland security yeah so, mm-hmm. yeah oh, lord um yeah so we get everybody in there i don't know easter's best after that bomb attack and there with the couple are with uh jordan at this mm-hmm like Pleasantville slash Wisteria Lane slash Truman Show, like this generic <laughs> suburb that he's created. Yeah. Um, I'm confused. Like, I know there's a bigger story going on here, and I know that he's, you know, moving shit around, but I was just like, what? Do, why do you have all of this property? Like, you have it for the 4400, clearly, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I. What are your thoughts on uh, Jordan and this, like, housing complex? I told you, like he he pimp tight Jordan. <laughs> he's pimp tight Jordan Collier for me. Um, mm-hmm. He's uh, I mean, he's definitely you know he he's, he blah. It, he starts to show his true colors. Yeah. Um, but even before that, you start kind of wondering like he's given a lot. So what does he want in return? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and then he he makes the thing of like we're gonna open uh communities like this up in Chicago and L.A. Um. And then, like, you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, is he trying to group all of these people with abilities together? Is he, mm-hmm. maybe he's trying to create his own army? Maybe yeah. he's trying to, you know, own or control all of this power mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, he's definitely a power player and yeah. he's trying to make some stuff up as one. But, um, you know, so it's kind of like weird because he's he's got a little bit of Magneto going on. Yeah. But yeah. then also. But then also, I see shades of like uh, Norman Osborn, mm, where he's just mm. like, or or even like Luther. I mean, if you want to do that, um, yeah, maybe like Magneto and like Luther. Yeah. Where and, and Magneto, to be honest with you, Magneto was kind of self-serving mm. in certain ways, but it, it, he wasn't as much as like say somebody like like Luther. Like Lex yeah. would on the front would always be like, you know, I'm Krypton. I'm not Krypton. I am. Metropolis's son, yeah. you know, whatever I do, he will do for the city. But like in the back of his mind, it's like, you know, not in the back of his mind, but like behind the curtains, it's like this is a big ass ego stroke. Yeah. Like you know, Superman comes to town, like he's the biggest, he's the biggest rooster. You <laughs> know, he's the rooster. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I think like that, so that's a combination of Jordan. So like you know, definitely, 
there's something more to that. And then you hear, like, like you said, he's building these communities. And so, you know, he's like, well, I'm trying to save my people. But, like, no, there's still something else. You know, yeah. Going on, so. Yeah, fuck that. And offering them that home and they took it. And I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> exactly. you're, you're back against the wall. You don't have anywhere to go. But I personally feel like you also could have reached out to the um, intact people because they gave you the voucher to begin with. They know you're being attacked. Like, you're not. I don't well, they, know. I mean, mm. I mean, they gave them the vouchers, but then also it's become like, you know, they didn't keep their address safe. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that like, part, you know, that part, yeah. Yeah, like, and they and they already, you know, the whole thing, you saw what happened with Sean, where he was just like, well, I don't want to um, go back, you know, I don't yeah, want to sit in um, quarantine, you know, that that whole thing. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, they don't, they, you know, shit, I'm sorry. They don't trust nobody but their own, like, shit, mm-hmm. like, when, when shit goes down, like, who, you, you turn into the brothers and the sisters. Like, right, you, right, right, right. Like, that I mean, that's, that's kind of how they're looking at it, so... Um, um. And in this case, you know, the 4,400 are looking to their own. But in this case, you know, at least they start wising up, yeah. you know, before shit hits the fan. But, you know, Lily actually wises up before, um, you know, before Richard does. But that's mm-hmm. because she thinks that, um, you know, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, but yeah. that Jordan is trying to hit on her or whatever. Yeah. So, but, um, or at least trying to, you know, Get in her good favor, so yeah, was, yeah, Ugh, weird. Um, <laughs> so we get to my least favorite couple, hell, or coupling rather, uh, Nikki and uh, Sean. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, this is so odd to even say that I don't like so many of the people on the show, but I love the show <laughs> because <laughs> I just they're frustrated me. But then going back to it being like a soap opera, it's so many moving parts that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just having this emotional reaction to these people and I think that that's good that's it. that's that's a plus for the show but yeah. we get um I don't know we get this confession of like I can't stop thinking of you and whatever like whatever this is what I don't uh I mean it's just like I said it reminds me of like some Dawson's Creek type of stuff yeah. I will say this going forward in the later seasons like when they do deal with you know, I guess relationships mm-hmm. or maybe topics of romance, if mm-hmm. that even props up, it's handled a bit better. Okay. I mean, this okay. is, I don't want to say this is bad, but it's <laughs> bad in that I didn't, I didn't watch Dawson's Creek growing up, mm-hmm. you know, or just like I wasn't, I'm not into that uh, yeah. shit. So <laughs> if you are into it, <laughs> then this might be good. But this is the whole, you know, the whole, you know, do I or do I want I or, yeah. You know, I'm caught between the two brothers and then Sean and his brother. If I, and I'm like, okay, um, uh, this is a this is probably the least interesting, mm-hmm. you know, aspect of this of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I just kind of I mean the only thing I took of like of note was that she she keeps questioning him about his abilities, and um, and that's it. So I mean I I was like yeah I moved on to the next scene <laughs> after yes. that. She's horrible. Period. Hands yeah. down, she's trash. Um, well, no, he he gets trashy oh, later yeah. on. But yeah, he, I mean, but once again, jumping ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, you're right. Like them together, they suck. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Dennis is the like the director's name, right? He's um, yeah, Dennis Ryland. He gives me and you and let, again, let me know if I'm reaching, but he gives me a very 
kind of Magneto Xavier vibe to because he's it's like I'm, I'm I want to help, but it's by any means necessary. Like and he's giving you chance. He's letting you know this is where I stand. This is where mm-hmm. we are. And then once you you know cross the line and do whatever, then he just goes into action. Like I. These last two episodes, I really fell for him. He was cool before, but like these last two, really sold me on Dennis. Yeah, Rylan is cool. Rylan is cool. He he's pretty much like family. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and especially with what he has to deal with now, yeah. um, with um, what's the? I'll let you take it. I mean, as far as the introduction of the other guy, this guy, I don't even know his name. I didn't even care to like remember. Is, it. <laughs> is I have it more and little, more and wow. little. Vitale or whatever. Yeah, Vitale, that's what it is. Vitale, uh, yeah, Vitale. He is. I don't. I know. I know this actor, but he's just kind of the big bad figurehead. He's the the mm-hmm. new um, kind of villain or side villain or whatever who's coming to shake up the status quo. And I think he does a pretty good job, but he does a by the numbers, by the book job of coming in and kind of moving stuff around. And I'm okay with that. Uh, because I feel like he's just kind of adding to the stress that Diana and uh, and Tommy are dealing with, and Dennis as well. But I wasn't. I, he didn't move. I feel like anyone could have played this part. He didn't wow me. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. It was funny because I had it, it, because one after because it's been a while since I've seen this. Um, I forgot like some of the stuff that happens in the next episode mm-hmm. and for them to tell the story that they're trying to tell then there was a reason for him to be there because yeah. that because in this episode i i wrote down like why is he there yeah i said it seems forced there's enough and there's already enough conflict going on like you got you know domestic terrorists running around um blowing up people <laughs> because they are who they are mm-hmm. it's like they perform the hate crimes and shit yeah and and then, but then he says, you know, in that conversation that he has with Ryland, Ryland says straight up, like, you're not, you're not here to oversee the 4,400, you're here to replace me. And he's like, yeah, basically, yeah. you know, so I was just like, if, because I was hoping that if it was just for like some bureaucratic type of shit, then mm-hmm. um, that would have been kind of a waste. But yeah. I, I think in the next episode, episode he shows that uh, he is... See, like, Ryland knows that, you know, shit needs to be done as 44. He's still a government man. He's still, a, I guess, a G-man. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, but then, but he's willing to treat these people like they're people. Yeah. But, then, but this guy is, like, the total opposite. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a Homeland Security agent, just like Ryland. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm just going to be as forceful and as hardcore as, as I can be. Mm-hmm. So I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of cool showing the t- the opposite sides. But yeah. Um, yeah, but in this episode, I thought he was. A, I thought he was kind of a waste. Yeah, <laughs> because I was like, yes, there's, there's a lot of shit going on already. We don't mm-hmm. need like, you know, this. But yeah. um, See, I like I mean, drama. Yeah. I like drama. That he <laughs> that was fine by me. But I get what you're saying. And uh, yeah. and now the, in looking at it as a whole, I may, my feelings about him might be because I did watch two episodes back to back. Like it wasn't right. just this one. So I have. My emotional reaction to him is also from things that happened in episode six. So yeah, I, I'm, 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 I see what you're saying there. Um, yeah. I think next scene we have uh, Kyle ripping up pictures. Why the hell did he do this? Like, 
Um, I just wrote down Kyle is losing his shit scene two. Um, and, and I said, and I said, are they doing the most? Yes. <laughs> it's like, like I said, it was just another scene to show. Like, now I think in this scene, this is where he said that he wasn't. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's maybe, or was that revealed not until later where he said, no, that was later. No, that That's was the later. last. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, that was later. Basically, it's just another scene of him like losing his shit. So that, that was that. Which I was oh. like, even I don't okay yeah without spoiling too much. No matter how I don't know I but I've, this is a very odd situation so I'm going to kind of save my judgment for this scene to the end. But I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like I don't know. Um, let's yeah get past that because I was yeah doing too much for sure. Um, we get everyone back at home base talking about this ripple effect, and I really like that through line of this ripple effect like when you're watching this week to week or episode to episode it seems almost like you know the character of the week the the odd thing that happens for this episode but introducing and kind of keeping that ripple effect idea gives you so much more room to be able to retcon different events that have happened so that they do add to the larger narrative I really really like that and I think the show is doing a good mm-hmm. job with that idea what about you? Right no, I definitely. I mean, that was one of my favorite parts of it because, like I said, once you, you after the big reveal in the next episode, uh, you start understanding why, you know, the the, the idea of the rip, why they introduced the idea of the ripple effects. Mm-hmm. So that's, and then I guess in this case, it's actually they're they're still talking about the ripple effects, but they're trying to figure out like who, what the what the connection is to the um, the killers of the forty four hundred. And um, and now it's they basically. But did you want? Did you want to give like the big reveal of Go like ahead, what? Yeah, that's, we might as well. Yeah, yeah, they. Yeah, they basically said that they start considering. Um, for some, I don't know how they come to it, but uh, Knox's v- victims. Yeah. Um, they from the previous episode or the yeah, basically the, 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 yeah, yeah, the serial yeah Um, and they're wondering if that could be a reason for why you know there if there's more of a targeted yeah rationale like twisted rationale for why the 4400 are being targeted outside of just like you know we heard you know we heard 4400 right, right, right. you know uh, make america great and all that shit but um <laughs> and and so then you you also get this montage of somebody building bombs uh which is kind of cross cut with Yates now putting the suggestion out there of putting the 4400 in internment camps. Oh, God. Like, like, shit. Like, you know, it's, and, and it's not like heavy handed. I think like, she says it as such, and it's really creepy. It's like, I can see somebody now suggesting this shit on like Fox News. Yeah. Like, I can really see yeah. that, like in our, and that's all that she's saying. You know, she's just, she's like trying to say it all nice, you know kind of nice and matter-of-factly mm-hmm. you know she's like we don't want to hurt them but we just want to put them in their own separate areas and right, i was just right. like yeah but um yeah but that but but that being you know shown against somebody putting together a pipe bomb i just saw that it's like you're showing varying degrees of hate bigotry yes. and discrimination and, yes. and that's why i like the show you know mm-hmm. they you know when they do stuff like that, and I was like, oh, "That was actually really good direction, or really good editing." But yeah. um, 
Yeah, but they haven't. I don't think this is where they reveal yet who is um, who. You know, basically who they are. Whoa! So, uh, who the who the killers are? But well, that no, no. that's uh, no. Well, they actually because they, they um we we pan to the um to the record recording to the newspaper clip, clippings of um oh okay. of the girl. Yeah. So this we do find out. Yeah. Um, and it's. A nice like if I was watching this week to week, I would I know I, that would have that would have did it for me. Like I would have been out of my seat to find out that you know this person who I didn't really pay that much attention to because they were part of like a series of different people yeah. now is very important. That would make me pay more attention to this show. Period. It probably made me rewatch some episodes. So, but it right. does. Um, it does. It does. They do talk about that because he's like, you know, um, uh, they all can burn in hell and and. Okay, so this, so that is the same. So yeah, so basically, the big reveal being that two of the brothers of one of the victims of Knox on the previous episode, uh, they're they're targeting the forty four hundred. Yeah. Um, okay, so that I couldn't remember, like time wise, I couldn't remember if that was now or if that was later. But yeah, basically. That's that's what they re- they reveal. They were like, yeah, we gotta kill them for us or some shit like that. I yeah, can't yeah, pretty much. Because um, I think yeah. the one brother was like, yeah, they didn't all do it, and he's like, well, one of them did or some something. And it wasn't even yeah. like we don't want this to happen to anyone else. It was just like, no, we're going to kill them. Like it was no, yeah, like yeah. being you know halfway vigilante about it. It was just like, no, they deserve to die. <laughs> yeah, and all the all the burning in hell, <laughs> which is like, dude, it yeah. it 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 scared me because it felt very, um, again, and I'm sure this was the intent. It felt very racial because hell, mm-hmm. one black man in California might hold up a liquor store. Now all the whites in Idaho are scared of every black man that comes through their town. Like it just felt exactly. very. Uh, I was like, God, this is this is what this is what you like. This is very possible. I'm sure this has yeah. happened before. So, oh man, frustrating as hell. My, minus minus the super abilities, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, like I said, that's 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 what I like about it. I mean, it's it's definitely you know drawing some parallels of things that you would see in the real world. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. So that the big 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 important scene of the of the episode. Oh God, yeah. Um, yeah. Then we get to your third scene about uh, the Rain Man losing his shit, um, sitting yeah. in the grass in the rain. Which was it supposed to be raining? Was it supposed to be sprinkling? Their clothes were kind of wet, but then there were clearly umbrellas over their head because while they were talking, they being Kyle and Sean, there was no water. <laughs> like it. Yeah, water hit enough. <laughs> yeah, like your hair was already wet and some of the top of your jacket, but like no shirt, no pants. It's just that scene. I mean, it was it was cool. Um, you know, it's pretty much Kyle realizing that Sean was sent over by his parents, um, which I would have loved to have gotten that conversation from mm-hmm. the parents and Sean because I, I would rather I would like to see his apprehension to talk to his cousin, considering he's the reason that he's out of his coma. I think that would have right. made for a better scene than what we got right. here. That would have been more of like, Uncle Tommy, no, Uncle Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. Maybe we Screw did. Screw <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, because that, oh, God, 
this is so. I love that scene. I love that scene. Screw you, Uncle Tommy. No, yeah, but uh, shit. yeah, no, nah, that was USA. They couldn't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is a, the the network of Psych. I love Psych. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, dope, dope yeah. show, dope show. Um, yeah. So we get uh, Magneto and Emma Frost in the back of this limousine. <laughs> no, Yates uh, gets stopped by this. Okay, this is an issue I have with this show. The use of black people. The use and misuse of black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's me. And listeners, if you think so, let me know. But when Yates walked out of this, um, out of her network building or whatever, she stopped by. You can see like a little bit of like an arm and back from a, someone's wearing a suit. And they stop her, and it's clearly a brown person. It's clearly a black man. So this faceless, towering black brute has stopped her, this delicate little white woman, and told her, you know, she need to get in the car. And there are other times in the show, like um, I think it's the next episode, where Diana does something to a black guy who's just like an extra. Uh, and it's just like, I was like, ah, uh, this, I can... I can watch the show still with these little things thrown in, but I'm like, uh, you couldn't have picked a different, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Somebody got work that day, so I should be happy about that. But, uh, I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I, <laughs> this is coming from somebody who like hated, you know, the, the de facto rule for the, the walking dead where you couldn't have like more than two black people exist in the universe. So you had to like, you had to recycle them out by like death. Yeah. Um, they couldn't even just exit stage left. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like in this show, I don't, I don't see it as much. Okay. I mean, like, um, because like even with that, I, they, um, you know, he was just like guiding her to the to the car. I mean that that's, I mean that's how I saw it. Okay. Um, okay. But because because the person who was even more threatening than him mm-hmm. is uh, is sitting in the car and uh and i'll I'll let you think that but yeah i mean it's and you know i'll say this there's enough um you know random um (laughs) background extras yeah who like who get beat up and you know or worse or whatever Mm -hmm. who aren't um of who aren't black you know black guys or black black women even just but, the, um, yeah, the, the, the park episode, yeah. I can agree with you there, so yeah. Because yeah. I was like, they, they sure did, they, like in the park episode, like with the, um, the whatever his name was, um, the vigilante one, mm-hmm. like the people in the park were like, uh, they were like, a, I call it a Walker, Texas Ranger gang, where they were like multiracial. <laughs> right, you know? right, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Like the Beat Street gangs or whatever. <laughs> so it's just, <laughs> it's like, you know, um, yeah, so that I just, I this wasn't like something like The Walking Dead is like more egregious of that yeah. than um than I, I feel that this is. But okay, um, okay. but yeah, yeah, and um, so I I I let you take the reins of the the limo, <laughs> the which limo was scene. my favorite scene in this whole goddamn episode when he t- it it was my favorite and I okay so pretty much Magneto turns to Emma and he says look I give you. Every like no, he says gives her an envelope and said this is a I don't know what is she a, a journalist who you know had a hit and run a couple years ago and that victim was a dad a, a father and a husband and he's dead and such and such and she's so you could tell that she's kind of Yates is kind of I don't want to say she's afraid sure. but she's kind of on high alert like mm-hmm. oh so you know you just want me to stop talking about the the mutants or the forty four hundred because that's what this is and he said which fucks me up he's like no i've 
giving you time. I've warned you. It's like mm-hmm. this is a courtesy to let you know this is what's coming for you. Uh, what do you say? Some DA knows about it and such and such. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. how in the fuck? Like, bro, <laughs> how dare you <laughs> call me to your car, show me the evidence, and then mm-hmm. where I feel like I might have a chance to get out of it. You're like, no, this is just a courtesy. You going down. I just, yeah. I love no, it. That was- yeah, that that we I mean we could jump on that right now. Yeah. That, that's my favorite scene um, because once again this is another part that I <laughs> I have forgotten about and I thought that like he was just going to do the whole thing of like you know forcing her to you know, calm the fuck down and yeah. then he was like the, the quote that I had was Ryland said let me get Corleone on your ass ah. um, and he. <laughs> And he and I started laughing, but he was just like, "No, nah, you're going to jail. The police are right out there." So right. um, he was like, "I gave you a chance." You said <laughs> it's just like he yeah. was so smooth with it too. Yes. And it was just like this is more of a revenge thing now. It wasn't like so much. I mean, he 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 got her to stop, but yeah. like you know, <laughs> it was just like he ain't played no damn game. Yeah, but, at all, at all. Yeah, no, that was yeah, that was my favorite part. I was like, yes, and then she got out of the car in her pinstripe zoot suit riot <laughs> outfit, and um, and that was it. So yeah. like, she ain't. I'll tell you now, she ain't coming back. <laughs> Good, and I, I love that. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I just, just how, Yeah, just say yeah. That's a spoiler. Yeah, Yates ain't coming back. She in jail. Good, um, good. When all the shit goes down, so yeah, she she has no effect on that. <laughs> I'm glad that there were consequences, like for real, because oh yeah, not, and and then yeah. honestly, me because she's a blonde white woman, I just thought she would be able to talk her way out, or they would like come to some type of you know agreement. But when he pulled out that no nah, nigga, you going to, like that's mm. it, you going to jail. Yeah. Like I like that. That really did something for me, and um, because it 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 fucked with in my head what the status quo was that's yeah yeah, yeah. so good job kudos to this show because that oh man good job um so yeah so we move on to um i was the batman and wonder woman i'm really on this day um <laughs> uh comic book kick with this show today um uh tommy and diana go to this like 4400 uh housing facility or housing complex mm-hmm. And um, Jordan is like, nah, like him and Richard are outside, like access denied. Like it's. Can I can I just say? Yeah. Those headsets look like customer service. Headsets. Absolutely. Yes, they do. Yes, they <laughs> okay, freaking like, do. <laughs> like. I was like, shit. He was uh, he was taking calls about um, billing issues. Has to be. <laughs> it's just like. Yeah, uh, I mean, but once again, it's um, it, some of the stuff is dated. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, like... yes. But and the thing <laughs> is, was... back then there had to be smaller Bluetooths, right? Like there were, I know it there was... were either okay, yeah. either that, or just either that, or just go the standard um, secret yeah. service. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> which would make more like, sense? Cause... Yeah, the earpiece thing, whatever. Um. I have no idea, but I, I could I, I, this actually came in like a very close second is my favorite part mm-hmm. where um, Diana and Tom, um, you know, basically to let them know that they feel that they're a target. And I don't know if they were like, you know, can we, we could provide security for you or whatever. Yeah. And, 
and thinks, and then he basically he's giving him all the dangers, and then Richard essentially says something like, "Um, <laughs> I'm black. Shut up, white man." Yeah. And basically, he said he was like, "You know, I was born in 1922, and I've, I've, you know, I've been through lynchings. And I've seen lynching. I mean, well, I don't know if he could go through a lynching, um, but basically, lynchings, yeah. like fire bombings. You know, basically, he was laying it out, but it wasn't like a, in such a way that he was." You know, having given his "I have a dream" speech, it was right, right. like casual, like you know, I've dealt with the type of hate that might be coming at my doorstep. So yeah. he's like, "I'm black, <laughs> shut up, white man." I was like, and then yeah. Tom and Diana were like, "Okay, let me catch my feelings and let me go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exit stage left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, and you know, I I I really like that being said. How well adjusted Richard is. Because I was thinking, would somebody really be okay bringing them from the 20s to now? But Richard is black. He's not a white racist person from the 20s. So for Mm -hmm. him, I could see him adjusting much better. And God, where am I going with this? Like like the people who beat him up in episode one. If one of them had Mm -hmm. been abducted and brought into this, you know, new climate, for them to see an interracial couple, they'd probably lose their shit. Like have a headache, yeah. fall down, have a seizure. Like they would, some they would go through something. With Richard, it's just another way that as a black person, I have to adjust, and mm-hmm. it's not a violent um, atmosphere. Though there, you get your right. dirty looks and shit for like smoking in a restaurant, but it isn't you being beat up by three white men who are in your platoon. You know, for whatever reason, this is, I, I just, I like that. So, you know, I choose, you say that, that, damn, that's a close second to, uh, that was a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, um <laughs> so, I'm trying to think. we quickly find out about the split between Nikki and, is it Denny, Danny, Danny, Danny. Yeah, it's Danny. That, that's neither here nor there. Um, Diana shows up late to pick up. Maya's, I don't know, psychic ass from school, and is told that she can't come back anymore. Um, do you, okay, and now do you think that that's like what's what side do you fall on? Is do you think that that's okay with the uh, with the teacher said, or are you on Diana's side? Or I mean, I don't know if I would have been the one to give the <laughs> to give the message to the mom right. to Diana. Right. I would have been like, hey, you know what, this little kid here. And she, she, you know, she, we might get bombed as a result of it. I need you to take that message to her. Now, like, I just, I can understand. I mean, it's one of those things where I could, I could understand. It's a shitty, it's a very shitty thing. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, it, at least this time it wasn't because Maya told yeah. them the kids' yeah. her parents are going to die. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, they, like, they, that, you know, they, they decided to like, you know, put that whole story like um, tr- plot. Uh, device to rest yeah and they were uh, like yeah this time now it's because you might get other kids killed mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know that's kind of a rough you know you hate you hate to hear it but um i i felt that it, it is unfair um but it's it's i don't know like i'm pulling a superman on this i'm riding the fence yeah like <laughs> i remember like hot girl told uh, superman and justice league she he's like do you um do you chafe riding that fence so much? Because he, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so I, I'm pulling a, a Superman animated <laughs> this yeah. case because I'm from both sides. I'm actually on the teacher's side. 
Okay. And I'll say that, but like like you, I feel as if it shouldn't have been her to deliver that message because you don't know what the mom is going to be capable of. You don't know what type of stress she's been under or if she's just yeah. an angry person. That should have been delivered through a board. Like they should have called a meeting yeah. to let her know yeah. like, hey, like just randomly. Because how do I know that you don't have bias against my 4,400 child? Like it might not even be, okay. but I do see where she's coming from. And I think, I think a more, um, I guess a better way to put it, which it might just be lip service is that we need to, you know, have her secluded until this blows over or we find out what's what or some more than because her being 4,400 is never going to change. So you either put in a policy where they can't go to the school or you address it. Just like if this was because she was black or because she was gay or because like any of that, it would have been better for me to have said, we need to take extra steps to ensure the children's safety, but we, you know, let's do something else with my, like, I just, something about it felt like they dropped the ball or they stopped short of a good enough explanation. Cause just being part of the 4,400 for me, even with the bombings is not enough to, um, to kick her out of the school. But I do understand where, uh, this lady was coming from, but I was like, mm, you yeah. could have did a bit more. You could have did a bit more. Yeah, and 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 I think there's and it gives another scene for Diana to tell because like you see Diana, you know, balancing you know being a like a new mom mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. still being an agent. And as the series kind of progresses, I actually like you know her relationship, her and Maya's relationship mm-hmm. uh, over the course of the series because she she steps into the role like reluctantly and you know still some growing pains. But I, I they, they just like Richard and. Uh, Lily, I think mm-hmm. they're the next like not a couple, but you know, just um, you know, I guess coupled pair. group, uh, yeah, yeah, pair, yeah, pair that uh, that works, you know. So and, and because when she tells Maya, she's like, no, she's like, no, that's wrong, you know. And like I felt that you know that was very nice of her, and also like the whole thing of like she <laughs> she's putting Maya in the back of the car and they're driving home or whatever because like before that she wasn't doing it, so yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know. So it's like that I. <clears throat> that's a, like I said. That's another pairing that I like. So, yeah. um, and so what's oh the the next murder? Yeah. So we get yeah. uh, Pamela Isley. She's coming. To... <laughs> oh, let me stop. Um, this lady named Mary Deneville, um, yeah. who's a florist, and I was okay. So I'll say what happened. And I'll give you why I'm so angry. <laughs> So she, you know, goes into the truck and is like loading up to go out to do her deliveries, talks to her little plant, starts the car and it explodes. That fucked me up because even though I'm watching what's happening on the show, I'm not, it's not registering to me that the next person I see could die. Like, so when that van blew up, it it really kind of took me out of the show for a second. It's like, shit, I really did not expect that. Especially yeah. after seeing her use her powers. So, what's your, yeah. your thoughts on on this? Um, so this one I did, I did know was coming. Um, but I think it was funny because my wife didn't. Okay. So like when it happened, so like she she had her old shit moment. Like I had my old shit moment <laughs> with with like um you know Richard and uh, Lily. But yeah. it's you know it kind of once again it puts a face you know name and a face to one of the forty four hundred. Like they they do the whole thing when they introduce. In a new 4400 character of showing their um their name, yeah, 
and their uh, date of disappearance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. And later on, they do explain when uh, Tom and Diana are like investigating the crime scene with, I guess, the forensics. Uh, they basically say that when she she took over her father's floor, floor's business because he passed away while she was gone. Mm-hmm. So she just basically picked up where she was at. So, you know, it's just my living her life. And mm-hmm. you see that she has the ability to, um, you know, bring plants to life, you know, nurse yeah. them, not, not to life, but basically, you know, keep them healthy. And mm-hmm. she has some type of connection to nature. And that's another, you know, another as far as like, you know, writing, you know, thing. I thought it was another cool thing where, script wise, where you have this, she has an ability which is, you know, kind of very peaceful, serene, mm-hmm. you know, the earth, you know, Mother Nature type of thing. And, you know, on the opposite side of that, you know, she's kind of ripped viciously, like just killed uh, in a very yes. horrible, like disgusting way. Which <clears throat> was, she's, uh, yeah, yeah which is like, yeah, it was like it was a rough thing. So you, so now you, you know that like this shit is like crazy. Like you know, so yeah, it was it's pretty fucked up. But uh, and then there, I think Tom says, you know, Diana says something about these people, the killers being like scared or whatever. And and Tom says, this isn't fear, this is hate. It's yeah. hate. Mm-hmm. He just calls it for you know basically what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Call a spade a spade. That yeah. I wanted so much, and I'm conditioned by all the comments I've read and shows I've watched, but I was like, oh, she would be a phenomenal character to Mm -hmm. do more with, but this is a more kind of real real life show. This isn't an action. We're using our powers to fight things, so she probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't work in this show, but you can, you know, talk to, manipulate, uh, I don't know, heal plants, and the earth is like, a lot of plans <laughs> like I was like there's so much that can be done but like looking at the type of show it is that did make sense that she wouldn't last long because what could she actually how could she impact the show you know well remember the ripple effect yeah yeah Think about the ripple effect like when you you like there there definitely would have been things that she with those abilities yeah, like she would have been able to kill it like yeah so I yeah yeah so I mean as far as like think about a famine ravaged, not okay. a famine ravaged, like mm-hmm. basically an area where <clears throat> you have plants that are, I don't know science, but here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, she could coax the, the plants to come back to life or, mm-hmm. you know, just basically help a crop that isn't doing as well, you know, or, you know, just something, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is the, uh, this is like, this is the sci-fi writer. Yeah. <laughs> part of my mind. This is this is not like you know. I barely made it out of college biology. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, science wasn't my biggest thing, but you know, I could I could write some fictional science. But right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so yeah, that's the thing. So she, yeah, she's unfortunately she is taken away from the forty-four uh, list. Right? Yeah. So yeah, you're down one. Good lord, I hate that. But yeah, but you saying that that, yeah. that does that does make sense. I in my head, I'm, I go straight to action. I didn't even think about when <laughs> she bringing trees and stuff back to life. I was like, oh, how can she weaponize these plants? So yeah. you see where well, my head is. And 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 that's one of the cool things about like something like X Men or um, uh, I'm trying to think of other series that kind of deal with the same concept. But especially X Men, like you would have like mutants who would just like. You know, I hate to say this, they were just 
quickly. And for some reason, like, their exchanges, like, did. What'd you say? No, you said that they were awful. No, they were, they might have been ugly. Okay, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, sometimes, like, I, they didn't, like, I always felt like the writers did not want to, they were just like, fuck it, let's just make some ugly looking mutants. Um, And that's their X gene, that's their X chromosome. But then, (laughs) you know, sometimes you might have some mutants who, I mean, they didn't have the, you know, crazy abilities, like awesome abilities, like, you know, Storm or Cyclops Mm -hmm. or Nightcrawler. So they can only do small things. So I like the, basically, I like the varying degrees of abilities that they have on this show. Yeah. Um, and especially like you know, once again, later seasons. In later seasons, they show you know a, a larger variety of stuff. And the other thing is, you notice that they don't have a crazy ass budget. Like it's not. not at all. It's right. not to the point of like, like like when you look at something like Heroes, you can tell like they they were like a lot of this ish went to special effects. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad thing, but I feel that sometimes. You know, simpler works better. Like mm-hmm. something like Chronicle. Um, yeah. Chronicle definitely has the special effects, but it's just like it's done in such a fun and creative way that um, mm-hmm. because the biggest uh, the biggest power set in that is tele telekinesis. Okay, okay. Um, and unless you're showing the abilities like in a Jean Grey type of way, mm-hmm. you have to find a way to you know make it you know make it look creative. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Forty Four Hundred does that with you know being a USA budgeted show. Yeah. So, they do in on this episode, even in particular, like they've established enough of the power sets so that you can't put that money from the budget into the explosions and make it look halfway real, you know? And like, yeah, because it's it's like three major explosions in this episode. I just thought about that, yeah, yeah. And it's and, and then the people who do actually use their powers are more. Um, they're physical more than anything. It's not, you know, it's right. the the right. rogue effect of the show. So that's right. um, that's cool. Um, we move on to the blossoming of this horrible ass relationship. Nikki and Sean are meeting. I don't forget what they even held. They talked about, but it was pretty much let's hang out. You want to get out of here? Yeah, let's go hang out. I got a place to show you. Like, mm, calm down. This is this is weird. Yeah, they did. They, I'm just gonna jump ahead. Did they knock boots in the scene? Is this the scene yeah, where they? Yeah, yeah. Not, the, not this scene, but the the next one. Okay, later on, we can let's let's we can talk about the other stuff before we got there because I got notes for that. <laughs> um, the only thing I had about the only thing I had about this scene was like Nikki got like ten bags. Yeah, like, like <laughs> <what> is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get her. yeah, so anyways, that's the only thing I took from this scene is that Nikki got like 10 bags. Um, I was like, what you carrying? <laughs> what right, you carrying? Like, lady, shit. Not uh, a goddamn yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, that was not an important... Well, I mean, it was important, but anyway, who cares yeah. about that scene? Uh, we get... Uh, is this when... I think this is when uh, Diana and Tommy were being interrogated, pretty much. It's like... Yeah, by... Uh, Little or whatever is yeah. I'm gonna call him Littlefinger now. <laughs> That'll uh-huh. work. By Littlefinger, yeah, little, yeah. Yeah, Littlefinger. Um, yeah. So what's your what's your your thoughts on this this scene? Because I you know I don't like. I mean, scene, so. the okay. So there are a couple of things. There, you know, they do each have a personal attachment to one of the re- each of the returnees or yeah. some of the returnees, uh-huh. and I think he's definitely going to try to dig into that in the other and. I think because Ryland 
you know, said in the first episode, like, you're my best field agent, and you're my best forensic scientist, and, you know, so they're the best. They're like, you know, what fucking Clark Kent and, you know, Diana Prince, you know, yeah. and this shit. And um, that, uh, so, you know, of course he's going to come out and then have a new personal attachment to some of the returnees, uh, which they ain't talking about their abilities much. Is another thing, and the, the the only the other, and he's just acting like a dick. I mean, he's a that's the thing. Like he this is. is like let's let's let Littlefinger be a dick in this episode, in this episode or this scene. And the one of the things that he he they they clock very quickly that you know he's also looking to possibly take a violence position. Yeah, and he says something about retirement, and you know this should have been, you know, the, apparently the Pacific Northwest was a backwater you know, mm-hmm. part of the agency, he was just going to retire. And I'm like, shit, like, there is no crime up there. There's like, right, no, right, right. There's like nothing you know, like in the Pacific Northwest. I'm like, shit, let me move there. Mm-hmm. Um, like he just moved to like Mayberry. But it was just a scene of him just showing he's how much of a dick he is. And, you know, them clocking that from jump. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, he. I don't know. I like see, I like seeing them as a team because we've seen them like investigate stuff, and even in this episode alone. But seeing both of them kind of pitted against this new big bad, even for just like a minute or so of dialogue, I did like. It's making me like them even more, too, or making me more invested in Diana and Tommy. So you know, kudos to the show for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Uh, but we get Lily Moore showing up at the leasing office at this, I don't know, facility with Jordan. And she's having a, uh, what is it, a, I'm going to say a AAA meeting. Um, a AAA meeting? No, I don't know where my head is. No, they're having a, um, it's like a um, returnee, um, like. A support um, group. A support group, that's it. Yeah, like yeah. it's a support group. So, um yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she calls him out on being him being Jordan on uh being a control freak. And this and you tell me cuz I don't want to feel like I'm like mansplaining or misogynistic or anything, but when her complaint was like this all this food you provided us, the other stuff she said makes sense. You know, you, you're a control freak, do you, are you trying to hit on me whatever? But the food I was like, but if nothing else, Jordan has been consistently down for the cause with the 4400. Like, for him to shell out all of that expensive food, to me, felt on brand for him. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, that was the one thing. I was like, what? This what you're mad about? The so maybe I'm, uh, I feel, feel kind of bad because that's a woman giving her um, a critique or her complaint. But I'm like, it's just, it's good food, but maybe it's read differently. Does he that, said good food. It's just, good food. Was, is it me? Am I, like, because I feel like everything else is legitimate, but the food, like, people want to eat. Like, uh, like, if it had been, like, Funyuns and, like, like a pack of crackers, then it would have been a problem. No, he, um, no, he, I think, like, in her eyes, she, he is overcompensating. Yeah. And yeah. it's getting uncomfortable. And, like, that's when she throws a line out of, like, you know, you can't throw your money mm-hmm. at something and they think that, it, you know, it's going to go your way. And I think that's kind of, I mean, like I said, she picked up on, you know, the shadiness before, mm-hmm. um, before Richard did. Yeah. And 
And the other thing is, I've been to, um, <laughs> I've known people in, um, it, it, I've gone to an AA meeting, not for myself, but like I've, I've been to those meetings mm-hmm. as, as a supporter, like one or two, and you know, they ain't no lobster and shrimp. Like, she, you know, <laughs> she ain't no lobster and shrimp. And like she said, she was just like, the focus is basically on us trying to deal with, you know, a lot of the shit, like coming back, being displaced, you know, uh, you know, all the family that we know, some people may be gone, some people may not want to fuck with us, and now we got people blowing us up. Yeah. So I think it was just kind of, you know, you know, hey, hey, let, just hey, order some Zaxby's, yeah. okay? Just get a, yeah. get a Zaxby's platter, and we're going to be good with that. Go to Publix, go to Kroger, yeah. <laughs> just get, yeah. just get uh, some cheese, some I cheese and crackers. I promise I get it, but I was like, oh, the food. Maybe because I like to eat. Because I'm thinking, like, if I was in a support group, I mean, I'd take the finger sandwiches and chips, but if you give me lobster and shrimp, and sh- I'm I'm coming back. Like, so so I get, I get it. And, it, and she did yeah. have a lot of legitimate concerns. And mm-hmm. in her, like, kind of monologue or whatever, she says, you know I'm in love with Richard, right? And I was like, when did you yeah. fall in love? Like, I... I get it, and it is a six-episode miniseries, so you kind of got to rush stuff along. But I was like, people catch feelings. Yeah, people catch feelings. It, but but then it's also <laughs> they were both in a traumatic experience. So like, if you were in a plane crash yeah. with someone and y'all survived, you probably would have a bond with them. But I was just like, when did you fall in love with this dude? Because I, but no, nah, probably. Probably not the plane crash because like those seats are too close as it is, and it forces <laughs> it, it forces conversation. Yeah, and I'm just like, nah, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, I'm just kidding. Or maybe a hostage situation. Maybe a hostage be- situation. Yeah. yeah, that would be better. Because I was like, that would be better. Oh, and lo- you know I'm in love with Richard, right? Like, girl, what? Shut up. That about- <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So then we get this. Um, kind of team up and I, I did like this though I didn't like you know their interaction at the beginning um, actually no I jumped ahead because Tom and Diana were on the phone and then Tom was with Lisa and they are what are they doing with this map I'm all thrown off this is another scene with Kyle being his rain man self like drawing on the floor okay this is what it is what I'm thinking about is next episode forgive me um yeah, so he's drawing on this this map. What is this? I know this is another I, breakdown, but what do you think? I think the map has something to do with what happens at the end of the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, that's the only thing. That's the only thing. And then to be honest with you, man, I I'm glad you remembered it was a map because I thought he was just writing in like alien script or whatever, yeah, yeah. like on something mm-hmm. like just random. But it with. Now that you mentioned it was a map, I'm pretty sure it was it was kind of like, you know, draw you know giving an Easter egg for what was gonna you know yeah. little tidbit of what's coming in the next episode. Absolutely, yeah, that's that has, that's what yeah. it is, um, and you know, kind of foreshadowing here, the next scene is this gross as emotionally damaged scene between Sean and Nikki. I'm yeah, you can take that. I'm not a fan. <laughs> No, I mean, like I, I said, uh, Sean takes Nikki to like queue up late '90s rock, um, uh, <laughs> mellow rock music, yeah. Dawson's Creek music, damn Sean, sex montage, and it was like one of the most cheesiest, like um, stereotypical things where like they had shots of her like 
her eyes were closed and she turned to the right mm. and um, <laughs> and then like you can tell like you know it, it it was just like you know USA sex USA yeah. network sex yeah. and it was just very unnecessary and I, and I guess they were trying to give us a reason to not like Sean or to basically say like well Sean is a teenager and, and I'm like that's your fucking brother's girlfriend yeah. like that's like I don't care how much of a dick he is to you mm-hmm. like you know just hash that out with him but this was I think this is probably the only to be honest with you this is probably the only time in the series that I'm not a big fan of Sean because his I like his arc overall like when you see in subsequent se- like later seasons he he really he goes from being the um he doesn't just stay at like the like, you know just the teenager yeah um you know the typical teenage guy or whatever. He 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 actually experiences some growth, okay, um, or well, a bit of growth good. in the series. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah, because this was yeah, and then yeah, the it wasn't the best. He made about her being less than us. I just keep seeing you as being fourteen, and then they went into the cell. So like, I I I get what was kind of going on. I was like, oh, this is this is odd. He's been nice. seventeen for some <laughs> years, brother. You gotta I don't know, but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of this. This is, yeah. oh God, um, yeah, fuck them and her for going along with it. Like you could tell, she, clearly she's been after him since the first episode. But I, yeah. I, I was just like, how this ain't no heart wants with the heart wants. This ain't no we were chained together, you know, um, at a fucking hostage situation or we both had detention every day for the last three years. Like you don't have to see each other. This you're mm-hmm. not thrown together where you well I can't help it we both worked the register at McDonald's no you chose to spend time with each other this is how this came about it's, it's right. yeah they're gross I don't like that <laughs> um, yeah so um, Diane okay so we get to Nixie where she searching some database that looks like a, like a Sega Genesis game and um, <laughs> finds a match on the key. And I was like, yeah, that menu looked, it looked like, the, like a, a, a game, fighting or adventure game or something. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it was 2003. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mm, those special effects, boy, I tell you. Yeah. They, um, oh, my God. Yeah, so she, mm-hmm. I'm worried about Sam, I'm sorry. No, just that, you know, they bust into that damn garage. But, yeah, she, she finds out about the, I don't know, level up or something. I don't know. Which <laughs> she yeah, she basically finds a connection between uh, the murder victim and and her two brothers, and they, um, I guess, apparently um, have ordered like a. Well, no, when they get to the warehouse, they see that there's you know the supplies and the things, the part, the components of the of the bombs. And then they're they're able to figure out that um, I think one of the guys had a work van, mm. and now it's gone. And then also it looks like they've made another pipe bomb, so they know that they're they're going to go out again. Uh, but they they're they're now looking for the truck. Yeah, so. which is back at command center. That's essentially what's going on. Like we're trying to find this truck and stop these two guys. And I um I don't know. This just though it would. It was a bit predictable because it's like these are the bad guys. We have to get them. But this still yeah. was enjoyable. I really did like this like chase scene and this like rallying the troops and like, you know, even the like following the van through the different security cameras and getting a helicopter. And yeah. like, I liked all that. It was 
and, and and then even like calling people to give them a heads up, like calling Richard, and he's just walking around randomly in this suit mm-hmm. <laughs> on his flip phone, like, yeah, I got it, all right. Like, I really, I really like that. This this show ended really well for me. Yeah, they um, the okay. So I had a note that when they when they do uh, get back to Intact after the raid, uh, I said I want to be one of the people running randomly, yeah. randomly running. Because, like, they were, like, I counted, like, three people who, when they were, like, we got to get the van, and they just ran out of the room. And I was, like, shit, why, why can't that be me? You know, they were probably running for, they were, like, shit, it's my lunch period. Right. They just ran out of the uh, room. I guess it's supposed to give a sense of urgency. But I'm, like, are y'all working the case? Yeah, um, right. But, um, yeah, yeah. I And the other thing I like was, okay, so they, they get to the wrong van. Uh, and then they get on the helicopter, like Diana and um, Tom are like, on, yeah, they're flying around and then they find the right helicopter. The, the only thing I'll say about this is that when he was, <laughs> when he was aiming, he's aiming a sniper rifle out of a, um, of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, the green screen looks bad and he's not aiming at the truck. Mm. Um, he's aiming away from the truck, and I was just like, you know what? Hey, uh, <laughs> it just just accepted, right. and uh, and and I love when he finally when they shot uh, one of the brothers, and like when he arrested him, um, and there he's like bleeding out on the ground. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> because it's like, you know, and I got my issues with like this in real life, but then within the context of the show. He's, when he's reading him his rights, he says, "You have no rights <laughs> because you're because <laughs> you're a terrorist and any enemy combatant." I'm like, "Shit, that's how it was back in the day." Yeah, like if you were a terrorist, they were like, "You had no rights because they felt like you, you know we were at war." Right, right, um, right. Like an enemy combatant, so that was like to be honest with you, I love the fact because when it comes to like domestic terrorism, I feel that that's like it's a major threat to this country that yeah. is not tackled hard as like say foreign terrorism mm-hmm. so when i saw like the image of him with these like good old boys bleeding out from being shot for like you know doing these take crimes i was like hell yeah that's great <laughs> they, right they, right right they're gonna put him in like a cell with like no windows they're gonna send him to guantanamo mm-hmm. uh hopefully but yeah. um yeah yeah, yeah like exactly so that that was but it was a nice little action sequence i mean you got a chance to see richard and his um, other, I guess, security guys like blow the fuck out of that van. Which uh, I was, I was yelling that whole scene like just aim for the tires. Like I yeah. was mad, but I was also thinking, what if that truck had have made contact with the um, with the gate? It wouldn't have gotten very far. Like it would have just, like, am I am I odd in thinking that? Like, well, I mean, to, to be honest with you, I mean, once the once the okay, so yeah, when it got to the gate. And more than likely, it probably would have just killed the security members. But it's one of those things where um, I think at that point they were just like, "Let's let's try to make a statement, you yeah. know, with taking out, you know, at least a part of this forty four hundred community." Yeah. Um, and you know, but they were, you know, Richard said, "Not today," and he just blew <laughs> it. They just blew the fuck out of it. I was like, "That must have been so great just yeah. to shoot guns." Yeah. <laughs> you know, just randomly, even though they were fake guns, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a, it was a really nice action scene, and you don't really I don't think that there were many of those in like the first three episodes. 
no, no, no. Outside of, yeah, no, yeah, they, yeah. They, so. they spent that budget wisely because that was yeah, yeah. Good job, yeah. And then another explosion, hell. So, <laughs> oh man, oh. yeah. This was um, this show ended really well for me. Now, uh, mm-hmm. in the midst of this shootout, we get Lily who's having another baby attack. Um, yeah, she, she senses the danger. The baby, yeah, he, okay, his he, he his or hers reaction time is much slower because now we know that there's an issue. Like, we're at the gate, you know, about the fight, and now you yeah. decide to, you know, have your contractions. You ain't doing nothing for me. Like, the danger well, I mean, is already I, here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that the I think that the danger has to be, like, I mean, you, you could say the same thing about the door. Like, how come the baby didn't pick it up as soon as they entered the apartment downstairs? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> when oh, yeah. we were taking the elevator up. Like, yeah. you know, I think it's, like, a, kind of, like, it has to be, you know, something that's hidden or that's not. Because, like, the way that the truck, because if Diana and Tom had not called them mm-hmm. or given them a heads up, mm-hmm. that truck would have just looked like a, like yeah, a utility like a regular, truck. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so it still would have made it as far as the gate. So the baby <laughs> doing its thing was just, like, this ain't what it's supposed to be. Like, I would love to see a shot of the baby with one of those customer service, like the embryo, <laughs> with, like, the customer service uh, headset. Yes. Talk, yes. Talking to Tom and Diana, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dangerous <laughs> coming. <laughs> yeah, no, they, it, it has to be. I think it's something, I think they established that it's something that is unseen. Yeah. But it, it picks up on, it's like it's Spidey sense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the way she came charging full speed ahead after uh after um after the shooting was done, like I was like, man, you you gotta be in your first trimester because she took off like like it was yeah. no issue at all. So <laughs> Yeah, she the the only other thing about this scene was um the actress who played Diana. Mm-hmm. She was saying because she was so paranoid about getting her head cut off and and holding the gun. Mm-hmm. Like when she when they were acting, like apparently she she says she kind of jumped down like baby jumped or something mm-hmm. <laughs> to the ground mm-hmm. because she and she like barely held her held her gun up, and I think they said cut, but she said when she looked up she said everybody on the cast on the crew was like laughing at her, and she <laughs> was just like yeah, but she was like because you notice that like it doesn't look like stunt doubles, you know, and they're they're jumping out guns yeah. on and all this shit, so I can understand. I'm like I'm not getting my head cut off of this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for a helicopter. But the only thing to add was that at the end of the episode, Kyle um, sitting in the sprinklers. For what reason, God? You know, but um, and yeah, exactly. And he basically says um, he understands now. He says, "I'm not Kyle Baldwin," and so that's how the episode ends. Yeah, so, I'm tired of him. Yeah. Getting on my damn nerves, but no, but that was good though, cause I that's yeah. something that I I thought in the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. but I was like, well, no, maybe he is. What I thought was that Kyle switched places with another one of the forty four hundred, and that they mm-hmm. may have been like sharing a consciousness. But once he said that, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That that's not you. That makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. Screw that guy. So, how did you feel about the, this episode overall? Now that um... I mean, overall, the episode was—I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, that there got your first little bit of action. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually got to see 
outside of people protesting. You know, basically, you got not even just the hate aspect, but the whole uh, part of like there are consequences consequences for the actions of mm-hmm. some of the forty four hundred. Albeit, it's a very twisted consequence and it's a hate filled consequence. But it's showing that outside of just seeing random people protesting outside of Intac, yeah. that um, you know they're having some type of impact just being back. Uh, and it's a very kind of like destructive one, but um, yeah, that was a that was kind of mainly it, you know, mm. just kind of up to the, you know, to the last episode. Good, good, good. Yeah, I feel the same way. This was really good. The action really uh, sold me, and it didn't feel like gratuitous, like just randomly for mm-hmm. no reason. So I did like that. Um, I mean, we've said our favorite scene. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite character of this episode? Uh, favorite it might be uh, it might be Rylan. Oh yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, like the way yeah the way he was handling uh Littlefinger, and then also <laughs> um and then um Murphy Brown not Murphy Brown what is the name? Damn it. Um, Yates. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yates. Yeah. Yates. <laughs> Damn Murphy Brown. Yates. Um, she, you know he was he, he was the MVP. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I um, because yeah. I was torn between him and Richard. Because though I had my issues with Richard, I did like, like you said, he gave that little like nineteen twenty monologue. He um, kind of held his own amongst all these other guys. He, yeah. uh, I just, I like. He makes me like him and Lily together. It's mm-hmm. because of him. So it was really between Ryland and Richard for me. Um, okay. I'll have to go with Richard. I have, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to default to Richard. That's, that was okay. my favorite of this episode. Yeah. But Rylan is a very, very close second because for everything that you mentioned, Magneto did his damn thing this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then who's your least favorite? Uh, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> just, like, uh, it might just be Kyle. Like, Kyle, like, and, you know, without jumping too far ahead, I, I just think that whatever direction he got, like okay, if that was his choice to act like that, then the director should have clocked that. Like yeah. all of this, you know, I don't think that whoever this actor was that, you know, he ain't like Marlon Brando probably coming <laughs> on the set saying like, no, this is what we're gonna do, and you're right, just gonna right. film shit. Like right. I'm pretty sure that this kid did not have that much sway, so the director was in a position where he was just like, don't do that, don't yeah. stop. So I'm pretty sure that, that came from somebody else. Like, had to. hey, we, we need you to play that, play it like, you know, the most stereotypically, you know, <laughs> way that it was a stereotypical way that you would depict a a mentally ill person. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I I didn't like him in this episode. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you there. Um, and though I didn't like him, I still. I'm not going with him. For me, it had to be between Jordan and Nikki. Now, Sean was trash too, but I feel like Nikki initiated a lot of this. So I, I got to go with Nikki as my least favorite. Like, but then Sean did sleep with her. Uh, Nikki and Sean. Yeah, that's what I'm package. saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. like they they they're package because like I mean she she definitely because he was like no at first and then he was like yeah you know in this episode. <laughs> Because he yeah. knew that she was thirsty as fuck. And, you know, don't... It takes two to do that. You yeah. know? Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, but she's still, like... I don't think she... And it's crazy because, like, she doesn't 
serve a purpose within the larger story mm-hmm. that's being told. And I think that you can still tell his story about being a, you know, displaced teenager who's trying to get back into the swing of things without having like, you know, a sappy love story like subplot. Yeah. I just like at this point, um, I'm they need to be calling the herd, you know, to, to for the people yeah. who are necessary to where this story is gonna go. So yeah, yeah, no, no, I feel the same way. Yeah, and it, it I hate that about shows when you try to force a romantic partnership because it's like you said, a lot of times it's not needed, or you're not doing a good enough job setting it up. So right. I, I'm not invested. So yeah, that's. And screw them. They suck. So uh, Nikki and Sean are my, my least favorite. Um, okay. So, I don't know. Final thoughts on, on uh, trial and error, trial by fire, trial by... Yeah. <laughs> no, just, I mean, like I said, just a good episode. Um, good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. And so that will wrap up the fifth installment of uh, Light in the Sky. This... Um, is a good fucking show. Watch the show, guys. It's on Netflix. Watch it. At the time of this recording, it's on Netflix. I don't know. All you future people out there listening, I don't know if it's still on Netflix. But please, um, watch this doggone show and interact. <laughs> Let us know what's up. Tweet us and uh, all that good shit. And, and say, oh, I, I, I hated this part. I love this part. Y'all was wrong about this. You were right about that. Um, so speaking of tweets... Hit me up on uh, Twitter at CarefreeBlurred and uh, on my the hub for all my other things is CarefreeBlackNerd.com. But tweet me directly, CarefreeBlurred, and say, I didn't like this or I did like this or who was your favorite, your least favorite, your favorite scene, all that good stuff. And uh, what about you, uh, Mr. Jeffrey, to let folks know how to get in touch with you? Yeah, the um, you can reach me on uh, Instagram at Robert K dot jeffrey uh j-e-f-f-r-e-y that's robert k jeffrey uh facebook is pretty much the same it should be robert k uh, dot jeffrey and uh, apparently twitter is where i said i don't give a fuck it's uh sync rkj it's s-y-n-c-h-r-k-j it's s-y-n-c-h-r-k-j i mean the, the story i tell with that is like i think like my twitter was set up before I was doing anything else on social media. <laughs> like, and I was just like, why not? Instead of using my, my name, I was, you know, I think I've explained this before. I was yeah, just like, yeah. fuck it, Generation X. Um, right, right. But, um, so yeah, so but yeah, that's the one where people probably are like, why did he just do it? But anyways, um, <laughs> and, and or you could always just go to my website, robertkjeffrey.com. Uh, and that'll connect you to like all, like pretty much everything. Um, that I'm doing, um, but yeah, that's you know that's pretty much how to that's how to get in touch with me. <laughs> that's what's up. Well, again, listeners, those links will be in the show notes. So uh, I gotta just go over and click on that, and you'll be taken right to the site or the social medias. And um, again, tweet us, let us know how you feel about this episode, how you feel about the show in general. If you've watched the 4400, if you're new to it, give us all that information. We're gonna keep this conversation going. So um, until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay part of the 4400, and um, don't make bombs or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.